Welcome to the Side Hustles and Big Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dotson. Come along on this journey as I take you behind the scenes and show you what it takes for me from start to finish to turn my side hustle into a full-time business. I may succeed, I may fail, but we'll definitely learn a lot and meet a lot of cool people along the way. So let's see if I have what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. Hey guys, what's going on? Um, episode number two here. So, one thing I wanted to discuss today, um, probably a pretty quick little uh, discussion, but a couple things I wanted to look at. So, one thing is going to be making progress, managing stress, and realizing that you can't wait forever to start putting yourself out there, right? So let's, all, all three of these things are going to kind of tie in together, um, but we'll kind of look at them one by one and unpack them a little bit and then um, see how they work together. So so this weekend I saw something um, that kind of stuck with me, and, and so I wanted to come in and, and discuss that. And it was this thing that said progress is not linear, Right. Um, and they kind of hit home with me a little bit because especially over the last week, so I've been trying to implement a new feature on my application and it's been about a week and a half of working on this feature. And I feel like I have gained zero ground. Actually, I've kind of felt that I've, I've gone backwards a little bit, um, just because I was used to this forward momentum, pushing me forward, moving forward all the time. And, you know, I hit this feature that I thought whenever I was like, okay, I'm going to plug this in. I thought it was going to be a really quick addition to the application. And it's sort of the last feature of the MVP so that I can launch the product and and do like a full beta market release and and start testing the market with this. Um, And... I wasn't anticipating how difficult it was actually going to be. Um, and it, it's not that the feature that I'm implementing is really that difficult. It's more that I haven't done it before. It's something completely new to me. And so um, on the outside, I looked at it and said, okay, this is this is probably pretty easy to uh, implement. And I was wrong about that um, just because I don't understand how it all works. Um, I was kind of shooting in the dark for a long time, just kind of throwing stuff together and then hoping that something would stick to the wall and nothing was really happening. Um, and basically what it is, is it's a feature that, that, uh, uses like time zones and timestamps and then looks at from given a start time and an end time, how long the duration of time has been. Um, which is, is pretty easy. That in itself doesn't need to calculate a, a length of time, doesn't need a time zone. But what I'm trying to do is also calculate based on if you're doing, if you start the time and you want to just check in to see how long the time has elapsed so far, um, you, you I look at the current time, what time is it currently, and then um, perform a calculation on that versus 
the time it started to give the time, right? And so if the time zones don't line up from what time it currently is to the time you started, then you get these crazy numbers. And um, part of this, the initial time is saved in the database. And so there's a database time. And then to perform the calculation against the current time, it's using off the front end, which is in where I'm at, central time. And so I've been having problems getting all this stuff to line up. And, you know, I would try something, think that it works and it didn't work. And, you know, so I was, I just felt like over the last week, something that I thought was going to be really easy to implement um, turned out to not be as easy as I thought because I don't have much knowledge. I, I haven't done much with uh, calculating against times um, so far. I haven't really ever been developing anything that really needed that. Um, I have used timestamps and, and these other things to see when um, objects are created and that sort of stuff, kind of basic standard stuff when um, creating stuff in a database. But as far as performing calculations against that time, against what the current time is, I haven't done that. And it's, um, it's proven a bit challenging only because I, I don't know all the libraries that are involved in in setting up time zones and I'm you know looking at different ways and I could get the back end on the database to come into the right time zone and then I would lose it on my front end side and I couldn't get the uh, JavaScript to to pull in the right time all of a sudden it started going six hours ahead and, and so you know I've been facing these and I think I, I I've finally figured out a workaround at least to get the application moving. Um, But it's one of those things where I thought it was going to be so easy. It turned out not to be. And so what that did mentally to me was make me feel like I was just making zero progression forward. Um, And whenever I wasn't progressing, then I start looking at like I've wasted an entire week. And then I, you know, so I look out and I go, okay, well, I'm now behind schedule, you know, a schedule I've set for myself. It's an arbitrary schedule, but it's still, you know, I want to, I put a deadline on it so that I can stay motivated to finish this, this application. And this is sort of the last feature. And so I'm getting real antsy to, to finish it up. Um, and then from there, you know, it's just, I've got some design work to do. And I read this thing that said, you know, progress is not linear and sometimes you're going to fall backwards, right? Sometimes you're going to hit a bump in the road that kind of knocks you backwards. The, the main thing though, is that you keep doing everything in your power to step forward and to keep making some sort of positive progress. And so I kind of looked at that and looked at what I had done in my application. And although I didn't get a new feature implemented into the the application right it and it seemed like i was kind of running in circles here there was there was one point where i was so frustrated with implementing this feature that i i was literally just just writing random bits of code to the point where i didn't even know really what was going on anymore just in hopes that something would start working um and so i kind of walked away from it for a day and came back the next day and start it over because that's just terrible practice it's not really good to implement a feature if you don't know what it's doing exactly so um 
but that's how frustrated I was getting. And so I was, I heard or I read this and so I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, I didn't make forward progress on the application and seeing as though I'm typically getting features implemented in one to three days, um, this seemed like I was actually moving in the opposite direction. Well, I took a step back and I looked at it and I said, okay, you know, I did lose a little bit of time, okay? Um, I didn't get done what I thought I was going to get done in the time that I allotted it. I went past schedule beyond deadline, um, which is bad and it sucks. But what I did do and that positive step I did make was I learned something. And working with time zone libraries and understand time zones and times is much more difficult than it seems on the surface. Um, when you're dealing, especially with global times, there's so many time zones and there's so many aspects of, of how to calculate time that come into play. It, it's pretty difficult. It's not as easy as, you know, in our analog world, you look up at a clock, it tells you what time it is, you know what time it is, and, you know, you go on about your day. It's something we kind of take for granted, and I did also. And um, whenever you start working in, you know, if... I'm in central time and my website or my application or whatever you're using is based in a server farm in Oregon, right? It's two hour difference and making those two times mesh so that the database I'm requesting from is giving me the same time that my computer's making the request um, can be a little tricky if you don't know what you're doing, right? And, and that's something I had to take the time to to um, learn and teach myself. And so when it was all said and done, I didn't actually take a step backwards. I, I did take a step forward in my knowledge, right? And so I use that as a stress relief because I was extremely stressed over this and um, I still haven't, I got the idea down of what I need to implement. I still haven't got it implemented because I had a, a crazy weekend this weekend. Um, I didn't have time to commit to, to writing any code, which any day that goes by that I don't write code stresses me out um, because I feel like I'm not making progress. Um, but it was, it was pretty good because my, um, you know, I got some family time and much needed. And whenever I read that, it, it put me at ease because it's, I said, you know, so I didn't make a forward progress on the product itself, but I forwarded myself. I made a step forward in my journey of being a self-taught programmer. Um, I made a journey forward in future applications or a step forward in future applications because now the next time I'm faced with this sort of problem, I may not remember the solution exactly, but I have somewhere to go because I've, I'm, it's going to be implemented in the new application. I've read on it. I know where to do the research. I know what to look for. And so, and then I, I have a baseline knowledge now that I, that I've learned. So, Forward progress, it's not always linear, and that that is so true. You know, it's not always, and it's not always black and white. It's not always you make a step, and then you see a reward. You know, you make a step, and then you see some sort of success. It's not always that way. Sometimes you have to look at the abstract success. What did you get as a byproduct of taking that time to focus on something that was a challenge and not give up on that challenge? And even this, uh, the feature itself that I'm implementing, 
is not a like the the application will totally work without this feature, right? Um, it's a feature that is a good to have, and it's gonna. The reason I'm putting the time into it on a beta release is because whenever I do the full alpha release, if you want to call it that, um, there's going to be a massive update that I've already looking at for the entire application. And so if I implement it now, it's going to be that much easier to implement the next update. And so I thought it would be good to put the time in to add it to the beta so it's already there and, and working. And um, it put me a little bit behind, but you know, at the end of the day, it's going to pay dividends in the future. So it was definitely worth the challenge and not not throwing in the towel and saying, you know what, I'll just do this on the update and I need to get this beta out um, because I learned a lot. And I think with the beta release, this beta release is on my timeline. It's not, I don't really have any sort of requirement or anyone waiting for it right now. Um, I'm just trying to get the application completed so I can get it for market test. And it's taken longer than I wanted it to, mainly because um, I have a lot of other things going on, you know, and so getting time, you know, I'm maybe putting in an hour a day, two hours a day to build this because I do have so many other things going on. Um, but it's important that I get the application finished in a timely fashion because I can't, I can't, I can't wait too long because um, I'm a uh, BBD kind of person, bigger, better deal. And so I'll, I'll start working into an application. And, and whenever you start a new project, it's always fun and exciting right in the beginning because it's new. And um, after a couple weeks of digging in and, and writing code, if you're not extremely passionate about the idea, you it's easy to, to – or it's easy to see another idea come out of what you're currently working on. And then you think, oh, that's the better idea. It's not always the better idea. What it is is you've you've hit that mundane level where you've been working on it for a little bit. You know the ins and outs. Um, and it's not fresh and new, right? And then you have this idea. And it's easy to think that the new idea is going to be the grandest thing that's that's been created um, since Facebook or something, right? And it's it's not the case. It's just you see that new shiny, flashy thing, and you want to go after that. And I'm I'm terrible about that. Um, I have a lot of unfinished projects because I start working on them, and then I see. Um, I, ha I mean, I have a couple that were roadblocked that I didn't get to finish due to. Um, other things that that were kind of out of my control but i do also have a lot that i never finished just simply based on the fact that i um saw something new and exciting and wanted to chase that down and then that became an unfinished project so with this i've really been trying to focus solely on this and that's why i set the deadline for myself is because if i don't if i don't have a deadline then i'm not going to finish it i'm just going to say okay well i got time and i'll come back to it later and i'll start something else and then i'll never come back to it um and it's part of the the this learning process for me um so the the third thing that i kind of want to touch on is waiting too long to put yourself out there and i kind of just alluded to that a little bit but that's another part of having the deadline. Um, 
is there's a fear of, of putting yourself out there. Maybe the idea sucks, right? Um, and that could totally be the case. I mean, you're going to have crappy ideas and you're going to have crappy business plans and it's just not going to work, right? And you could put all the time and effort into it. And I, I think that there comes a time when you have to know when to kind of wave the white flag and say, okay, the maybe it's not the effort I'm putting into it. Maybe it's not my market strategy. Maybe it's not sales. Maybe the idea just sucks. And that's the reality. Um, a lot of ideas are just that. They're crappy ideas. Um, but because of that, I've been looking at this application that, it, it, you know, I think it's a great idea. Um, and the one that I'm currently working on is it's a, it's a pretty small project compared to the one that I'm my main focus. But what happened is I kind of shifted focus for a little bit because I was trying to build a much bigger application, um, which I'm still working on. But being a solo developer, I have a difficult time managing all the pieces, right? And I get to a point where um, I'm just kind of working on things without any rhyme or reason, just like, okay, I think I'll work on this today. And then I'll just kind of bolt that on and then uh, work on this other part of the application and just kind of bolt that piece on. And, and then you get progress, but it's it's you get to a point where it's kind of all kind of glued and taped together as a as a, an application and then it gets hard to work on um small applications aren't that big of a deal but a bigger application it can very quickly become um you know the uh jargon or the the lingo is what they call spaghetti code right where things that shouldn't be attached to each other are attached to each other and and um, it makes it really difficult to implement updates or to or to um, optimize the code base because You've got things that if you delete it, you don't even know why it's connected to something else. It just is because it worked in the time. And um, it, it's pretty easy to do that if you don't have sort of a, a layout and a, a path to how you're going to create it. And I, I ran into that pretty quickly um, as the project started getting bigger. And so I, I had this idea of being a solo developer. I will... I needed I needed an application that was that could help me manage my sort of roadmap to the final product, right? So I decided I was going to build an application to do that, and that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I wasn't going to reveal it, but you know that that's essentially all it is. Um, is you basically the application is if you have a project, whether you're solo or you're a team. Um, it's basically just a man a project management application that I built for myself, um, and then I wanted to sort of tailor that to the Scrum methodology. If you don't know what Scrum is, uh, look it up. It's a, it's a really cool methodology for working in teams and um, getting things done um, quickly and seeing seeing a good layout of how your application flow is going to go. Um, so it's, there's, there's a lot of different, um, project development methodologies out there. That's one of them, um, that I like. And so what, what I thought about doing was even as a solo developer is I'm going to, the, the application itself is you go in and you build your, your, the, the, uh, your scrum board. And then 
once you get all the features in and you get the ideas and you think about you know how long are these each feature going to take how long you know what sort of tasks are specifically broken down in that feature and you lay all this stuff out how long you think it's going to take and you get an idea and then you publish that scrum board and it will build out your project calendar for you and so you can then manage and have an oversight of what it is you're working on each day and then you can change the priority levels and all these other things so that you're working on the right thing at the right time and it'll build all this for you um well as i started building that to help myself i thought you know this may be something that other people could do or use so um i kind of shifted off my main application to finish this one up and i'll this is the first one i'm going to be launching into beta um and then I'll go back to, I'm going to use it to sort of restructure and rebuild my approach to building applications as a solo developer. I don't, you know, the there's a lot of solo freelance developers out there that probably have their own ingrained workflows and the way that they do things, um, which is nice if you're doing the same sort of project every time. Um, if, you know, if you're, if, say you, say you are, a developer that that builds houses right and houses change they come in different shapes and sizes and all these other things but the basic idea of building a house the construction and the development process is kind of the same right you know there's not a whole lot of change you build houses it would be you know now if you decided okay I'm gonna go build a store or I'm gonna build a, a skyscraper it gets different right the the, the approach the materials, the design, the architecture, all these things change. Um, but if you do the same sort of thing all the time, then you, you have an idea of how the workflow goes after you've done it a few times. Well, with myself, I'm not tied into um, a strict niche right now um, because I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what it is that I, that I enjoy working on. And so I'm kind of just tackling ideas as they come. And because of that, each project is different. And then each project has a different implementation. And each project then has a different layout and flow of the architecture, how things need to be built. And so to help me manage that, instead of a pen and paper, um, I thought it would be useful to have a, an application that would build that project flow for me. You know, I put in my needs and then it gives me the timeline back out. And so it, it, it puts me into this um, dedicated timeline. Okay, I know what I need to be working on today. Um, and then I can adjust when my start and stop times. And then what I can do is as I, I have a deadline, right? So... I can then take and anytime I start into a task, I can you know, clock into that task. And then when that task is completed, I mark that task as complete and, and it'll tell me my actual time versus my what I estimated that time it would be, um, which I think would be really useful because if you're on deadlines and you have like... <laughs> As I was trying to implement this exact feature, I thought this feature was going to take a day and I'm a week into it. So um, being able to look at that 
and say, okay, this feature took longer or whatever. You can then go back, because I also had other features that I thought, okay, this is going to take me a week to accomplish that took me a day. So I can then go back and readjust my times on each individual task and feature to still meet that deadline. And then I'll be able to see the progress of it. And then another cool feature is if you have clients that you're working with that are paying you to develop projects for them, you can give your client a link to where they can go in and see a live feed of what they're paying for, what's being accomplished right down to the task, right? Which I think is really good for um, it for software specifically. Um, that's the industry I know the most. I don't know, and it may be useful for other industries, but I know in software, it's one of the things that I've seen um, talking with people that want to purchase a, an application for their business, no matter how big or small, is when you give them a price and, and say someone says, okay, I need um, like an inventory application to manage my restaurant's products so I know when to buy things or, you know, whatever maybe. I'm just riffing here. But um, So let's say, you know, and then you, as a developer, you break down that, that application and you say okay I think I can deliver you this application in X time and then you throw out a dollar amount nine times out of ten that person's gonna say holy crap that's expensive right um, it costs a lot of money well it does because it's it's a difficult thing to, to learn how to do you're paying for the skill and the product you're not just buying a product off the shelf at your local retail store right um they're not mass produced especially when you start getting into specific um projects for businesses where you're not you're not buying like a a SaaS product where it's a you pay a subscription and you get this service on a monthly base and you know we're tied to a you pay me monthly you get to keep using it every month Whenever you build specific stuff for businesses, it, it's a lot more expensive, but you own it at the end of the day. And so, you know, say this inventory app, I, I come back and say, okay, it's going to cost $8,000. Most play, most people, they it's such an abstract concept because all you get is this inventory app. You don't see what's behind the scenes of this. You don't see everything that goes into building what seems like a, a simple inventory application, right? And so I thought... Um, and I'm going to test this out with clients is if I give them a way to oversee everything that is going to go into this and say, I say, okay, it's a three month project at $8,000 my budget. So I build it into my application and what it'll do is it'll lay out my timeline on how I need to get things completed and stay in that budget. And then my client can come in and look and say, okay, um, now I see, you know, okay, it's 50 bucks to implement this or $10 to implement that or whatever. And it'll, it'll break all these things down based on the time that each task is going to take. And then the client can come in and check in and, and look at the progress. You know, it'll have a basic, you know, okay, we're 38% complete on the project or whatever. Um, and it'll, it'll let the client know if it, if it's, um, moving to finish on time if we're moving to finish past the deadline maybe we're moving to finish early um 
these sorts of things to keep the client as closely tied in to what they're buying as possible. Because I think that people that don't do software, that purchase software products, are going to be more accepting to pay for their product whenever they know exactly what they're paying for. And they, and, and then it kind of makes them feel a, a part of the project, right? And so that was, that was kind of the idea of me building this. It initially started from, I just need something to help me manage this product to it started evolving into, I could really use this for um, whenever you start pitching products to a client, right? Um, they can be a part of the de- development process and really understand and see where their dollars are going. And I think that that's extremely important, um, especially when you look at something like software that is it's not cheap software is not a cheap thing especially custom software it's it's not very cheap to um to purchase right so anyway i i didn't want to <laughs> go in this early to the application but the reason that i just spilled out basically what exactly it's doing is what i alluded to on my third part of the the discussion here which is don't wait too long to put yourself out there um, I wanted to go ahead and throw this out there so that you guys know exactly what I'm working on. Now, I know that this is a, in episode one, I talked about this is going to be start to finish, you know, and, and everything else. And it is. Um, and so probably my next episode, maybe a couple episodes from now, depending on how, how it works out, I'm going to give everyone kind of a background on where I'm at. So, ba- you know, and basically all I've done so far is I had the idea, which I just told you guys how I got the idea, and then started implementing it, right? Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at on, on the phase. Uh, so the starting point in software, there's not totally exciting. You get the idea, and then you got to build the idea. Building it's the first part of the battle, and it's probably the least exciting to people that aren't, you know, that aren't here for the technology. If you're here for the to see how the business operates, that's where it's really going to start. You know, we got the idea, um, I'm developing the product, and then we're going to go to market. And so I wanted to go ahead and put the idea out there, even though I I still feel a little uneasy about it. But it puts me onto the race to hit the deadline, right? And so um, another part of that is I think it'll help me by having, having it out there, having it in the ether, if you will, it's going to put a little bit more pressure on me to reevaluate the things I'm focusing on on the product because I'm I'm very easily get drawn into the um, non-essentials that you know that don't really matter when you're just trying to trying to prove a market so um, things like you know intricate design details yeah it needs to look good because people want software that looks usable you know it can't be clunky and just mashed together but getting in, you know, like spending hours on picking colors and all these other things, I don't think it's terribly essential, and I'm bad about that. Um, I'm bad about really focusing in really hard on small details that probably don't matter to the, that don't affect the usability of the product. And so I think I wanted to put this out there because I think it's going to help me stay focused on I've got about five or six more tasks lined up that I've got to get done on this to have it shipped and I think it this is putting it out there is going to keep me on pace for that and keep me focused on the, the priorities so 
that's why I wanted to share it today because to take my own advice that I was going to give is don't wait too long to put a product out there. It's really easy to sit in your dark corner and chip away at this product and you can spend a year on it and it's the most perfect thing and then you put it out there and there's no market value. You know, you may think it's awesome. Like me, I think that this application is freaking sweet. Um, I think it's really cool what what it's going to do and, you know, starting out as a beta release, it's going to be basic, but where it's going to go, you know, with the implementing the entire scrum idea and having client input on it and everything else, I think it's a usable application. But the fact is, it's my idea, right? So, of course, I think it's cool. I, I wouldn't be working on it if I didn't think it was cool. It doesn't matter if I think it's cool. Is the public going to use it? That's what matters. And so I've already spent two months straight on this this project, which is longer than I should have ever spent doing this. I should have done, you know, four to six weeks maybe and roll in. It should be a deployment. deployment. Um, I haven't even set up servers. I haven't even got to a deployment stage yet, you know. And so, like, uh, mainly because I've been trying to, finalize all these little details that don't really matter so i've got a few more things i've got to just polish up um around getting users into the system and having user profiles and these sorts of things so that you can actually log in log out not not terribly hard just gotta just gotta polish some of that stuff up and then i'm gonna start i'm gonna be shipping here pretty soon and so um look look out for that i i I don't even have a name for it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I'm sure once I do the the full release, I have. Um, I've been working with uh, another friend of mine who um, I've already talked about sponsorship on his podcast to help market the application um, once it comes out, and so I'll I'll definitely drop it here. I as soon as I find out a name, I haven't haven't figured anything out yet. I did have an idea for a name, and then find out that it was already taken. So. Um, you know, I haven't put a lot of thought into naming it yet, but once I get it ready for release and it's named and ready to put out into the world, I'll come here, I'll drop it. Um, and then I've got a interview already set up for a buddy of mine's podcast where I'm going to sponsor his show and I'll probably do the, the big release there also. So look for that, but the big things to take away today, um, number one, remember that progress is not linear, right? Um, focus on those those um, abstract successes, those things that are byproducts of facing challenges and, and, and overcoming a challenge. It's not always, you know, you get a reward at the end of some value that you can touch and feel. You may have to look inward and see, what did I get out of that? So... Keep that in the back of your mind all the time whenever you face a challenge because those little things like that are what's going to reduce your stresses. They're the things that are going to keep you motivated and keep you moving forward. And so keep that keep that in your mind at all times that no matter how big the challenge and how little the reward, there there's always a positive gain, right? And even if it feels like you're falling backwards, you, you may just be taking steps forward down a different path you didn't realize. So... Great, um, great learning thing for me this weekend. And then the third thing, put yourself out there. It, there's never a perfect time for anything. Um, just like this podcast, I 
I've been talking about doing a podcast for a long time, and I finally just said, you know what, I got to do it. I've just got to do it. I've got to put put myself out there. So don't wait too long. Set yourself deadlines and try and stick to those deadlines and be realistic. You know, don't don't push it out six months because you're really ultimately just afraid to go to market with something. Listen, you're going to fail. There's going to be failures along the way. There's so many people out there that tell you if you strive and you work really hard, then it'll work for you. That's not always the case. But one thing is for certain is if you don't try, you definitely won't succeed. And putting your putting out deadlines and all these other things because you are afraid to really commit is never going to get you anywhere. So set a strong deadline and get out early. Release early. Whatever your product, whatever your business, tomorrow isn't any better than today is. So why not do it today? Start today. Make forward progress today. You know, saying I'm going to do it tomorrow is never going to get it done because tomorrow comes and you're going to say the same thing. I always got tomorrow. You don't always have tomorrow. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. You got today. Um, so let's let's make sure that we're that we're moving forward. You know, focus hard on releasing Focus hard on starting, even just starting. I mean, starting is a huge one that a lot of people don't do. And so there's a, I'll end on this last thing that is something that kind of humbles me a little bit whenever you start thinking about doing something new, right? And it's a quote uh, from Henry Rollins. It says, there's no such thing as spare time. There's no such thing as free time. There's no such thing as downtime. All you got is lifetime. So think about that. Let that sink in and, and just realize that tomorrow, it's not an excuse. You've got to start today. Today's the day. So whatever it is you got in the back of your mind, whatever side hustle you're working on that you're afraid to commit to full time, whatever that dream is that keeps you know pushing you in the, through your, your crappy day job that you just desperately want to get out of, whatever those things are, take action today to make tomorrow better. We'll see you guys.